This episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by Thomas Hall CBD. Thomas Hall CBD is a leading provider of CBD for everyone, all right? You don't need a license for this. For people that don't know, you got your cannabis plant. It grows out of the ground. You take it. You, you cut it off. You take the fruit from the plant, okay? That fruit usually contains THC, which is the psychoactive form, gets you high. You go, wow, I'm high. I need some cereal. You know, I'm thinking about spaghettification and black holes and shit. I'm high. Then there's CBD. And CBD has all kinds of medical benefits. According to thomashallcbd.com, which I trust, CBD's top uses are for arthritis, fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia? I've always heard that, but I don't know what it is. And luckily, I don't have to experience it because I use CBD personally. No lupus for me. Anxiety, depression, alleviated. All right. Epilepsy, more like uh, epilepsy because I'm for it. I love CBD. (laughs) Cancer, not anymore. And many other things. All right. CBD has medical benefits out the ass. And we're just starting to learn about this shit. So... Go to thomashallcbd.com, get your own CBD products, add them to your cart, get them shipped straight to your house, all right? This is America. This is how we do shit. CBD is legal. Now, if you're just trying to get high, all right, earlier I brought up THC, remember that stuff? Well, you can hit up dubsgreengarden.com if you are in the central coast of California, if you're passing through the 805. They are who you're going to want to go through, all right? These guys got, whoa, these guys, they got the best of the best tree. Corova drops all the time. They are an authorized retailer of Dark Heart Nursery clones, all right? So if you're in the cannabis industry, you know Dark Heart Nursery is where it's at, and you can get the clones at Dove's Green Garden. Now, if you're like, Mikey, I'm not a fucking botanist. I don't want clones. I'm not going to grow my own weed. I want weed that I can smoke now. I want this shit delivered to me so I can smoke it. Well, hit up Dove's Green Garden, all right? And if you don't have your doctor's recommendation, don't even sweat it. Because you can get your online recommendation through Dr. Weedy available through their website. So you go to their website, you try to order stuff. They go, hey, we're not going to deliver to you because you don't have your doctor's recommendation. But check this out. Now you do. They sprinkle it on you. You're recommended by a doctor to smoke weed. This doctor's never even met you. You know what I mean? You don't have to go in a waiting room. You don't have to drive anywhere. You don't have to do any of that shit. You talk to this doctor, you know, on on a video chat, I would imagine, the doctor looks at you, he goes, hey, hey, and then here you are. Next thing you know, you have a doctor's recommendation in your email. It gives you a little code, you know, your, your, uh, your, your patient number or whatever. You pop that into the system at Dove's Green Garden. You're getting weed delivered to you. This is a fucking, this is less than 30 minutes. 
you know, and you, and the weed's on its way to your house. It's crazy. It's 2019, all right, and it fucking shows. So if you are in California, central coast of California, hit up DovesGreenGarden.com. If you're anywhere else in the 50 states, hit up ThomasHallCBD.com. They help us out. Help them out. Bada boom. Uh, today, it's myself and Ty. We're getting down. You know, the classic, the classic combo is what it's called. Uh, content is king is what Ty says a lot. He says that. I mean, he said that every episode probably. All the way until now. So, uh, content is king and we have content today. So here it is. I'm not sure if this episode is going to be called The Nightmare Machine or if it's going to be called Ben Folds 5 or just Ben Folds. No, no. Either way, enjoy it. I don't drink soda. I'm gonna click this. That was solid foley work, dude. Thank you for that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put in like footage of computers. Yeah, just like that should all just kind of add up and sync together beautifully. All right. There you go. Welcome, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Wrenches and Gears. Wrenches and Gears, we're talking wrenches and gears. Hey, thank you for tuning in to Wrenches and Gears, everybody. How you doing? Hey, hey, hey whoa, 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 uh, uh, nah. You see any accidents? Anything? Nah. No? Nah, Anybody not a here? one. Not one. Not a one. Everyone driving safe. Everybody was on their best uh, best behavior on the road there. Now, I bet this happened here. What? Look, I bet this happened. I bet this probably happened to you. This probably happened. <laughs> you were driving down the freeway, right? Whoa, yeah, you know. <laughs> Look, because you didn't take surface streets all the way to Irvine. Why would you do that? You get on the freezeways. You drive it. You look on the left side, on the right side. I'm looking to my left. I'm looking to my right. Uh huh. I look uh-huh. back to my left. Uh huh. Yeah. I look to my right. Yeah. Checking blind spots. You know what I mean? This. I mean, this, I don't know. Since when is this show about driving etiquette? <laughs> but you were driving and you saw a car dealership. Is this true? I saw several of them. Okay, thank you for tuning in. Wrenches and Gears. Wrenches and Gears. We're talking wrenches and gears. All right, get that out of the way. Oh, man, that was just... 
It, it just came out of nowhere. It's like the only thing that we really have to do. Right I mean, now. it just like flew in through the window and mm-hmm. just nailed a smack in the beginning of the episode. Just boom. Just like, just nope. No intro. You're doing wrenches and gears. <laughs> You're doing wrenches and gears, and I'm sorry. That was straight from the big wigs. Yeah, I mean, when, up high. when it has to happen, it has to happen. There's not really anything you can do to delay it. Yeah, it's very true. So um, thank you for tuning in to uh, Wrenches and Gears. Wrenches and Gears, yeah. And now here we are on the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. I am joined by my good friend, Awesome High. Hey. Um, so, Cake. Cake Ben Folds Five. Yeah, it was it's a, a real thing. It was a good, good show. So you had never, you had never heard any of Ben Folds music before this. No, not really. I think I heard like one song, but <coughs> definitely not the majority of his work. I was just, you know, like I knew he was like a piano guy that sings, mm-hmm. but I didn't know the extent of it, or I didn't know like what he sung about or anything. But he was really good. I was impressed. You know, like a lot of times you'll go and see like a you know, show and you'll be impressed by the opener, but not necessarily to the point where you're like, I'm actually going to go like, you know, seek out this person's music and shit, which I actually did after the show. So yeah, I mean, definitely uh, won me over. That's dope. I I remember, uh, I don't even remember who it was that I saw. I want to say maybe it was like a Cottonmouth Kings show or something like that back in the day at Slow Brew. And there was this group that opened up for him called Dead Celebrity Status. And they had like like a whole band element, but they were hip hop and they had a DJ that had I remember he had like rock records, like old guitar solos that he was scratching for like their set. And it blew me away. The show blew me away. I bought their compact disc. This was at a time where you would go to the merch booth after the show and they would sell you the CD, like an actual copy of the yeah, CD. Yeah, like a thing you can hold physically. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you go and you put it like in your car or your computer or something. Yeah, it doesn't exist just in the cloud. Yeah. You actually like have it. Now there's just a QR code that you scan. Yeah. They, you give them $5 and they turn left and right and they pull up like some curtain aside and it's a little QR code and you scan it. So at every merch table, there is a little tiny box with a curtain. If you could just distract the guy that's working it, which is real easy, pull that curtain away, scan that QR code, or even better, steal that QR code, and you got free CDs from that band. So box check. That's a life hack. Um, but anyway, I checked out this group, Dead Celebrity Status. I liked them. I bought their CD. I was all about it. I lost it somewhere in the sauce, and it was gone. And just like a week ago, I remembered him for whatever reason. I think we were having a discussion like this. Me and Josh were talking about opening bands, like outperforming the the headliners or holding their own. And I was like, oh, Dead Celebrity Status was dope. I'm going to look them up. Horrible music. For one, there's, their album on YouTube is the album that I got. But their album on Spotify which is the same album with all the same track names is different. Like it almost sounds like a completely different band. Like their Spotify got hijacked by a more popular dead celebrity status, but the track names are the same. I don't know how that would happen, but I went back and listened to it and it was not good. 
So hopefully that doesn't happen with you and Ben Folds in five years. Yeah, quite likely could. Yeah, you go back and you're like, man, this this guy's just a straight Elton John. Like, what am I doing here? You you can't hold a candle to yeah, candle in the wind. Fuck Elton John. Yeah, that's what you were getting at, right? Yeah, fuck Elton John. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I fucked Elton John, dude, and I have AIDS. <laughs> oh shit! So I just wanted to. I have to tell everybody, you know. I I think it's I think it's just everyone I have sex with, but I've been telling everybody. Am I just supposed you to tell people? You probably should, yeah. With? You probably just let everybody know that. Yeah, just. I mean, that's pretty interesting. Like you contracted AIDS from from like one of the most famous famous celebrities of all time. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's not. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think that anybody was aware that he had AIDS. So. <laughs> yeah, I found out the hard way. That's for sure. But um. Yeah, that's dope. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that the show was good. It would have been cool to see Cake for sure. Yeah, it was good. Cake was dope. They like heckled like the guy and some guy in the front row the whole show who like wasn't participating in the you know like the audience participatory parts of the set. Yeah, and then he was just talking shit to this guy throughout the whole time. <laughs> that's a pretty cool move. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, there was something else that I wanted to talk about before we jump into this nightmare machine. What was it? I was like, I'll talk about it on a podcast. I have no idea. Oh, Wu-Tang Show. Oh, yeah. The Wu-Tang Show on Hulu. Would you say that it's not anything to fuck with? (laughs) I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't fuck with it. Now, do you mean that in, like, the sense of, like, I, I fucks with this? (laughs) <laughs> or do you mean like like you wouldn't fuck with it because it's dangerous or yeah like I, I wouldn't give it a problem right like, you know if you ran into it like in the street like you might like yeah you know just avoid it yeah I, I wouldn't want any smoke but you wouldn't want any physical altercations or, or guff as the kids say with this with season one with of Wu-Tang an American uh... is it gonna be multiple seasons I mean I assume I mean, I figure there's only... The story of Wu-Tang is still happening, right? So Yeah, but I don't know that it's, at this point, <laughs> warranting, you know, any sort of TV series. I, yeah. I figure, like, once they get their record deal, it's pretty much, you know... Yeah, season six could be, like, Method Man's in a Uber on the way to Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it's kind of losing its gusto. Yep. But I got, I got drawn in by... The initial trailer, which was like a 15-second-long teaser thing that was on Facebook of just them rapping. And I started watching it, and it was immediately outlandish. Like the very first scene, spoiler alert, uh, there's like a drive-by shooting. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then Jizza, I think it is, is the guy who did the shooting. And he has his homie drop him off. Hey, drop me off right here. I'll go stash the gun. Goes to Riz's house. Riz is in his basement sampling records. Jizz is like, hold this for me. Don't worry about where it's from. Put that beat back on. Oh, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna freestyle a little bit. And then they record a verse. And I was like, what are you guys doing here? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what is this? What is this? What is this? what is this? What's, what what's is, what are you doing? What's what is happening? this? What are we why? watching? What is this? Where are we? 
Ty, what is this? <laughs> uh, so I was like, it's like too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like if they made a show about uh, ICP coming up in Detroit and they're just murdering people and got bodies in their basement and shit. Like, it's like, I doubt that you are out here, you know, shooting people and then recording. A bit exaggerated, songs. you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Could definitely be. But then... So I almost stopped watching it. And then uh, I went the next day and I listened to the 36 Chambers for the first time in a long time. And that album has a lot of skits in it. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. But it's like half of it is just them talking. Well, I realized that the scenes from the show are recreations of the skits from the album. So... There's a skit in there where he's like, hey, I need you to hold this for me. It's still hot, blah, 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 like that whole thing. So it's kind of like a <clears throat> like a fictionalized version of their rapper selves. You know how they have like yeah, who they put themselves out to be and then who they really are. Right. So it's like a story of those guys. That's interesting. So then I was like, okay, I kind of get what they're doing here. But uh, then I watched the four episodes, and now I have to wait. Oh, is it coming out weekly? Yeah. Who likes to do that? I don't. I don't get that. It's like you. You know that people want to binge watch shit. Mm-hmm. Just you know, like get those episodes in the can and then drop them all at once. Yeah, put them in the can and then take them out of the can. I guess like, they want to keep their buzz. You know, like it seems like some Netflix show they only have like a buzz for like a week because they come out all at once and people binge them and then it's on to the next thing whereas they're trying to you know like keep their show relevant for uh, you know two months three months however long yeah that would be my guess but yeah that probably is because you know a season used to be it'd be like six months they'd do like a three month run and then take a break and then do like another two months to finish out the season so, yeah, it'd be relevant and talked about and on Twitter and in the news and everything every week. Every time an episode came out, oh, did you hear the new thing or see the new thing? But when it's all available, everyone's kind of on their own time. Yeah. So, but that brings up the point that you made recently on a recent podcast is that we're pretty much just going to go back to cable soon. Yeah. If things are coming out on on Wednesday at 10 p.m. on Hulu, then there's going to be something that comes out at 9.30 and something right. comes out at 9. All these, all like, these content creators want to distribute their own their own content and then that's, you know, that's going to be too many services for one person to realistically deal with. So yeah. then eventually it's going to consolidate those somehow. It's, you know, yeah. someone's going to come out Charter. and be like, hey, I'm taking, you know... We're, we're, we're combining your Netflix, Hulu, all these into, into one app, mm-hmm. and you only pay us $25 on top of all, you know what I yeah. mean? And it's the Charter Spectrum app, and we'll just put it all together. And then just rip back the TV. Yeah. <clears throat> and they'll be like, but good news, you can do, you can DVR. You can record your show so you don't miss it. <laughs> it's just everything's DVR. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So um, that Wu-Tang show is dope. I just wish that it was all out. I wish that I would have waited until the whole season was out for me to start watching it. Because I fucking... 
I want my fucking content. I want my content now. I want now. it now. I yeah. don't want to wait until next Thursday. I don't want to wait until the Thursday after that. I said I wanted the fucking content yesterday. Yeah. So it's like, why can't I just get my content? This is America. It's content, 2019. Would you say that content is even king? Content is king. It's king, right? Yeah. It's king. <laughs> the content is the king. Uh-huh. Not, not King George. No. Or King Bruce. Mm-mm. Or anyone that's ever been king. No. Yeah. It's the content. Yeah. I agree. So, uh, that would be one thumb up and one thumb down for Wu-Tang Clan in American Saga. That feels right. That feels like what it's called. Sounds right. But I'm not sure. (coughs) So, uh, today we'll get to the meat and potatoes of this episode, and that is the Nightmare Machine. Which I found uh, pretty interesting. Interesting enough to call it the meat and potatoes of this episode for some reason. I mean... Yeah, I mean, really, I would say it's more like the bread. Like the rolls. Yeah. The dinner rolls. If anything, I'm calling this episode Ben Folds 5. Like, just for the I mean, just ben, for the ben Folds has gotten some significant you know, real estate in this episode already, so... Mm-hmm. And you never know, he might come up in this video. It's possible. Maybe Ben Folds invented the Nightmare Machine. I mean, he plays piano, so... Yeah, it all cuts to the guy that's playing it, and it's Ben Folds. And <laughs> he's like, hey, everyone. Got all the Fraggle Rock guys with him. So, this is something called a Nightmare Machine, which uh, which we'll just let this guy explain and break down the player of There's the rulers. It's got rulers, okay? Step one. Rulers. Yeah, you gotta know how many inches things are. Um, yeah, and these are not just you know metal. It's not just metal like flaps sticking out. These are rulers with ruler lines. What are ruler lines called? Markadoos. The reverb tank. The Ebo. A normal instrument, you're, you're playing it and you're expecting it to have a sound that is pleasing. But with an instrument like this, the goal is Whoa. to just produce sounds that, in this case, are disturbing. Yeah, so it makes a bunch of creepy noises. Yeah, that guy looks like a creepy noise. Yeah, he looks, I mean, he's creepy. <laughs> he seems like a creep. Yeah. He kind of looks like a... creeps around, like, maybe... I'm not not trying to accuse him of anything molesty, but... I mean, maybe he has a a big windowless van that he drives around. Yeah, just being a creep, you know? Being suspect. I mean, I don't necessarily know what's in in the van. I just know that the van doesn't have any windows, and, (laughs) you know... I know it's not in the van. (laughs) Windows. I feel like we got a bunch of this guy's sounds from in the contact stuff that we got recently. Like all the new Native Instruments packs. Oh, oh, gotcha. I want to say that we got like some of these nightmare machine noises. It's an instrument that creates a variety of really creepy and some would say horrifying sounds.
My name is Mark Corvin. I'm a film music composer, and lately I've been focusing on horror movie scores. Two of my biggest hits as far as horror films are concerned was from the late 90s, a film called Cube. That was your biggest hit? Cube? Oh, man, so he's not really at the top of his game, is he? No. But uh, <laughs> have you heard of Cube? No. See, that's like one of those... It's like a bad horror movie that's like always high up on the list of like must see horror movies. Like so for bad, some reason, it's good. Yeah, and I I want to say it's like a saw esque kind of thing. It's like a cube. It's like a bunch of different rooms, and guy wakes up in a room, and then one of the doors opens, and he has to crawl from one cube into the next cube. And it's just like a big, all kinds of rooms stacked on each other. And you just like trying to escape. And it's just like a murdery murder fest. But I've never seen it or anything. But I know that there was a sequel that was not good. But that Cube is like one of the must-see movies. I feel like we should watch it. Let's watch Cube right now. (laughs) (laughs) Most recently, uh, The Witch. Okay, that movie was dope. I originally commissioned the Apprehension Museum because I was tired of the same digital samples, which which resulted in a lot of sameness of a lot of horror music. So I was looking for something more experimental, more acoustic, that would give me a little bit more of an original sound. That's where I contacted my friend Tony Duggan Smith. So Mark called me. Fool's playing. So so that guy didn't even make the Nightmare Machine. Tony Duggan Smith made it. Yeah, he's the one that you know should get all the credit. Yeah, for exactly. Why why did they even show that in asshole? Horror films because I'd never done anything like that before. It made me empty out all my pockets and all my drawers of any knickknacks and bits of bobs I could possibly string together to make it happen for. And this is what came. Of it. I think it's cool. You're that ticker thing. Things that stir primal emotions and feelings. I think it's just a metronome, isn't it? And there actually is a skill set that you have to acquire in order to, to get the most out of it. It expresses what really can't be expressed any other way. It's not music in the traditional sense at all. But let me put it this way. The apprehension engine definitely evokes an emotion. So I would call it music. No, maybe not. I mean, it's just to make that happen sound. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. So I want one of those. Yeah, I think it's badass. Or like, even just like a small version of it that has like two or three of those things instead of all of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure we can make that happen. Make a nightmare machine. I mean, it doesn't look too complicated. No, not at all. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that thing's nuts. That guy's a creep, and Tony Duggins is really the one. Yeah, Tony Duggins is Smith, all man. his credit. Yeah, he killed it on the Nightmare Machine. Uh-huh. For sure. I don't even remember the other guy's name, but it shows you how, <laughs> how much I think of him. Yeah. Creepo, Creepo McWeird Teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's like, maybe shave before you're gonna do this, like, this thing for... When I did the close-up on his face, like, he just looked all, like, unkempt. Yeah. Like, like at least, like, do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least, like, 
trim that down so it's like a like like a designed shadow you know what i mean how people uh i mean mostly mostly men can like shave their stubble to make it look like it's grown out but it still looks good like it's like clean hard rock nick yeah like hard rock nick you got it do a hard rock nick why didn't you do that (laughs) (laughs) oh man well uh well that's it that's all i got nightmare machine yeah that was not quite the meat and potatoes of the episode i mean that was i think wrenches and gears was probably the meat and potatoes for sure (laughs) yeah I would uh, have to say so. What do you uh, What do you have going on before we get out of here? You have a show coming up. Oh yeah, um, Rogue Status with Andre Nicotina at the Siren in Morro Bay on the twenty eighth, I believe, of this month. So by the time this episode comes out, it should be just right around the corner. Wait, is it the twenty eighth or is it the twenty seventh? Oh, I don't know. I don't actually know. Uh, because I. Requested off the twenty seventh. <laughs> it could be the twenty seventh. I could be just completely wrong. Let's look it up real quick to make sure. Andre Nicotina with Rogue Status and J One at the Siren in Morro Bay. September twenty seventh at eight p.m. It's a Friday. So if you are in the Central Coast area, come out to that show. Um, find Andre Nicotina and ask him if he's AO for AO. Yeah. Or what just you- ask him if he has any AO. AO, you got any AO? Yeah. And then I saw the flyer for this. It looks like uh, Famous Deuce and Andre Nicotina are going to be performing together. Oh, yeah. That's definitely the impression like that a I new, was given. It's like a new group. Yeah. It's called... Um, Andre, Andre, Nicotina, 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 I got nothing. It's called Andre Nicotina and Rogue Status and J1 at the Siren. Be there or be square. Whoa, or, did you make that up? I don't even care. Did you just make, did you make that up? Be there or be square? Yep. That's coined off the top. Fuck, dude. Off the dome, freestyle. That's Shh. brilliant. I saw this fucking thing on Facebook. This chick like posted some pictures it was just like a dumb picture that she put like a weird filter on it and she was like life's all about positives and negatives whatever it's like you know a basic thing that you see on facebook every day in the comments there's this guy who's like creepy like you know older guy puka shell necklace like you know just real creepy rapey vibe but like but hip He's like, no, I'm cool. Like, I got money and my dad owns a business. And it's like, but aren't you your dad? <laughs> You're 40. So he goes in there and he's like, life is like photography. You focus on the good times and uh, and develop from the negatives. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, that's man. brilliant. People, that's so. That's so perfectly worded. You're so beautiful with your words. And he was like, "Thank you, <laughs> thank you." It's like you did not. <laughs> you did not come up with that off the top, dude. Oh, like, man. <laughs> that's just a horrible meme yeah. that you read. And I was just watching this. I was just watching like the internet interact with itself. <laughs> 
find all different types of people on the internet. Yeah, that's for sure. I need to hang out on the dark web more. This regular web is killing me. All right. Peace out, everybody. Natural Habitat Recording.